0: This took me a very, very long time. The people who are strong, that appear strong, and they get angry, and they say no, and they put their foot down, and you're not going to tell me what to do, and this is my house, and they're strong personalities. It took me a long time to realize they are the weakest people. I I didn't realize that. I was like, oh, this guy's a tough personality. No, no, no. He's weak. He's weak. And and you look at the really strong people, they're kind, they're compassionate, they're open-minded. You could talk to them. They, they, they don't run away from a conversation. You think of Rav Pam, Zatzal, Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky, Shmuel Kamenetsky Shlitter, Rav Yakev, Zatzal. You think about the all of the G'daylam, Rav Gershon Edelstein, Edel mentioned, L'Bav I don't know what to say after his name. You know the the you know all of the all the people we look up to strong. They were so strong that they didn't need to be strong. Their strength was on themselves, inner strength, inner strength. And I have to yell. I don't put my foot down. I don't say don't talk to me about this. I don't say this not going to happen. I, I, I listen. I it. It took me a long time to realize that the biggest Rahmanas that we have to have are those people who come across strong. And I have a vart, my own vart, I, I've said it many times, but it's kadai for me to hear it for myself. We say, Hashem oiz la'ama yitain, Hashem yivarei chasamei Hashem oiz la'ama yitain, Hashem gives our nation strength, and He blesses us with peace. So my question is, if God is giving us strength, we have God's strength, that's nuclear why do you have to give me peace? Bring it on. We'll have no casualties. We'll blow the enemy to pieces. Why do I need peace? And if God is going to give me peace, why are you giving me strength? If I have peace, what do I need an army for? Hashem, Yivarek HaSameh If we knew, Hashem says, I'm giving you, I'm giving Israel a hundred years of peace, a thousand years of peace. You will always have peace. What do you need an army for? Everybody go on vacation. So why? how do these two parts go together? Hashem oiz that he gives his nation strength, and he gives us peace. I wanted to say, because it takes a lot of strength to have peace. It takes a lot of inner strength to have peace. It's the weaklings that rip out the Wi-Fi in the house, so there shouldn't be Chil Shabbos in the house. Who told, who told you to do that? In my house, we're never going to have this. You can't come. They're controlling everybody because it's so weak. They're so weak that they have to have external control because they can't deal with other people being them. And they don't have the patience and the fortitude to be charming and charismatic and to calmly bring people into them through influence, which is the only power that works. Look at the chazanish, influence. All the people you look up to, calm, influence, a smile. They want to throw them out of his medrash and the tzaddik comes in and gives them a hug. It's a thousand stories. 5,000. I'm putting it together in my book. I have already over 5,000 different tyrant stories. Tzaddikin from all over. Here, it's very, very good. If you want to get started, you can read. This is just a t- 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 tipa minayah. Yeah, I'm yeah, just a drop in the book. In Their Shadow by Shlema Lawrence. Okay? Here, I, I went through it. I don't know if you can notice that I liked it. I, I put a sticker by all the pieces that I liked. Okay, it's three volumes, and I just finished uh, the second volume, and 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 the first one is I, I, it's it's just unbelievable. Look look at tzaddikim. Look, and the ones who did fight were so sure that I was l'shem shemayim, and they were so sure they double checked themselves, and they fasted, and they weren't mean, and it was never about themselves. And we right away get angry, and right away we say because we're scared to say I'm scared I don't have a lot of energy I don't have a lot of uh, give and take I don't really have good midos I don't know how to be I'm very very scared that people are going to not like me or look down at me I'm very nervous and I don't have proper and I don't have proper bitachin. so we just say L'shem shemayim. I'm good and Hashem is saying, uh-uh, uh-uh, mm-mm. mm-mm. I t- through, through the tzadikim, he told us, he told us, only, only kirv, don't reject no matter what. Don't, don't, don't make them, don't make a human being feel unwanted. When you say yeah, in my house, you have to dress like this to the Shabbos table, you're making them feel unwanted. It's re-hook. And Chazanish said, Don't do it. Don't Stop controlling people. Stop telling people how to, how to be what you wanted them to be. It's not Tyra. It doesn't work. Just control yourself. I had a father said, said, I can't make kiddish. My daughter doesn't cover her hair. First of all, ask a rav. Not an angry rav who doesn't know the surgya. A rav that knows the surgya. It's not true, B'chal. Second of all, you can co- close your eyes. Be holy. Close your eyes. What is every Chabad guy and Isha Torah guy and Kirov guy and anybody who's Makar of hundred people that everybody was in the house. Close your eyes. And then I had a, a family that said, we can't invite. She can't come to the Hanukkah party. All the brothers brisk from Hasidish Hashem, Hashem, you know, they all think they're Pinchas. They can't wait to like take that stab, right? She can't come to the Hanukkah party. Why? Shmira's a name, but she, she's your sister. She's your relative. Fifty years ago, none of the women came to that Aguda convention, Tznius, or with a sheitel. Rabbi Akiv, Rabbi Moshe, they looked down. They looked whatever. I don't know. They put a little kerchief on. They put a little. Thing. We built. We built Klal Yisrael on non-Tznius people, and we did quite well. But here, the brothers and the uncles and the nephew, everybody, they said, if she comes. Can't make a bracha. Can't make a bracha. So I was on the phone with Hub Kamenetsky Shlita. Zikne Gadol Adar, Paisik Adar, Myra Sheshibu, who's been holding my hand since the first call when I had a Havamin at the Open Home Sweet Home. I called Hib Shmuel. thirty Shmuel. 30 plus years ago. Unbelievable. I'm sorry, I'm not, not that old. Uh, 2003, 20 years ago. <laughs> okay? 20 years ago. He was my first phone call. I told him, I want to open a house. Yeah, yeah, very good, good. Yeah. I said, I can't do it without Das Taira. I said, Shiva could be my Das Taira? Yeah, vada. Can I ask a question? Sure. And I started asking questions. I never stopped. I never stopped. And the Taira tells us, stop, stop being obnoxious. So he was on the phone with them. And they're saying, you know, we can't make brachas. So the Shiva says, yeah, he always says, <laughs> I said, why do they need to eat? <laughs> You're talking about saving diaries. You're talking about a toizinta. You're talking about saving a life physically, that they shouldn't commit suicide. They should get off drugs. They should be functioning. They should have They shouldn't feel rejection. They shouldn't feel pain. And to bring them back to Hashem. And all the mitzvahs, we know what works. And they're worried. That they're not going to eat a latke. I said, let them not eat. They're worried about their brachas. I mean, I was making fun of them. Obviously, obviously, I don't want anybody to not eat latkes. Right? I was just trying to say that's your problem. Can't make a bracha. So, oh, so she can't come to the Hanukkah party. She should drop dead because I need to have a latka. How am I gonna? How am I gonna have? A, <laughs> uh, what's it called? A, a jelly donut with custard she can't come, I can't make a bracha. First of all, you can, you can, without her knowing, you can look away, you can make a bracha. You can, there are plenty of other times you're on a plane or something, you make it work. Darn it, stupid heads. <laughs> then I told I said, Shiva, I have an idea. Why don't they wash before they come? And they'll bench when they get home, and they have in mind, so they He was laughing. Whoever heard of such a thing, now, I'm not going to be of somebody, because... I can't make a bracha. Don't eat. Starve. Or, or or, when you tell them that, they'll find a way to make a bracha. I had, I had a guy tells me, I, he says, my shmir sinayim, I, I can't have my sister in my house. Either she moves out or I move out. I can't say, I can't look at her and her friends. Listen, it's, I feel bad. But it's a very simple answer. But before I give the real answer, let me tell you the fake answer. I enjoy the fake answers better. I looked at him. I said, you never watched a movie? Look me in the eyes. Netflix, Hulu, something you shouldn't have. Shmir Sinayim, you're perfect. He looks down. I said, don't start on your sister. We're trying to save a life. You have a mitzvah of Vesimecha. Your parents want to do something. Your parents want to see you hugging her. Your parents need the family. They need you. And you're starting your Shmir Sinayim campaign. On your sister and her friends or your brother and the girlfriends, this is not where you start. He was real quiet after that. Now, what's the real answer? The real answer is Hashem runs the world. Nabuch, he could have a a, a, a tzaddik who sits and learns and has a hundred percent Shemira Senayim, walks outside without their glasses. Bumps into the walls and the poles and 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 all of that, and he's Mamish tzaddik. and Nabuch his mother gets sick and and she's in the hospital for a year for two, and they say, Listen, your father can't stay there all the time. you need to do shifts in the hospital. He says, yeah, but i don't want to go to Manhattan' I don't want to go on the train over there. I have to walk outside. I'm going to see the billboards. One billboard, you can see everything. Nobody's wearing clothing over there. It's interesting. They advertise underwear. Why don't they advertise raincoats? Nobody cares about raincoats. Everybody's in their underwear. Everything is is Like, unbelievable. There was an advertising thing that they advertise clothing. I was in the advertising business, by the way. Anyway, so they showed me the advertisement for clothing. I said, it's interesting Interesting that you're advertising that you sell clothing. Your model has no clothing on. It's like, where does clothing come onto this? She was sinua, it wasn't a Shmir Sinai. She was wearing leaves or something. I don't know. Maybe they were thinking about chava Maybe they were going back to the I, I don't know exactly. But there's no clothing and they're advertising clothing. How does that work? Different, you know, let's get back on topic here. And he goes to his Rosh Hashiva, I don't care which Rosh Hashiva it is, he says, Shemir Sinai, I'm going to be stuck a whole weekend. What am I going to do there? I'm going to learn, I'm going to learn. But there's nurses, there's Goyim, it's, I'm going to get depressed, seeing my mother like that, other people in the room, the television is on. I'm going to, I'm going to have a big mess to wait at the train station. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm perfect, I'm a Malach in Kaisle Beis Medrash, but if you leave, Shom take him. you know, what do you want from me? Every Rosh Hashim in the world would say, Taira Tzadik, my dear, darling, sweet, holy child. I wish that you could stay in Beis Medrash and never have to have a challenge. But Hashem decided otherwise, and you have to go. And they'll either be Aymed bin B'Nesayin, or they'll fall and they'll do tshuva. It's a part of their life. And there's nobody less public. Nobody's going to tell somebody, no, you can't go visit your mother in the hospital. You know, my mother was sick in the hospital for two years, two years. My best years, I was learning great. I was learning so good in Philly. I mean, great for me. Let's not get carried away. You know, I'm I'm no stibler. But for me, great, you know, and I was into it. And then she got sick. And then all of a sudden, I had to go Mm -hmm. take care. I go visit my mother, who was in a coma for almost two years, and operations and in and out, and she almost died 20 times. It killed my man for two years, right? Then I was a yasim. wasn't so easy. I I want to tell the yeshiva. I don't want any part of this. Let me sit and learn yeshiva. I'm doing so good. I'm not going home. I'm not going to spend Shabbos with my father. Let him be alone. Let my sisters be alone. I'm not going to my mother. They're sitting there with somebody. She doesn't even know I'm there. I'm not doing shifts. You know what? I would be called a Russia, a selfish Russia. But it was, I was 16, 17 years old. It was terrible for my rochnias. Hashem has His plan. Hashem has this plan. Maybe because of that, I can. I maybe that's why I care about these teenagers who are suffering, and I don't judge them. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. So we need to have strength in order to have compassion. We need to have strength in order to to stop controlling other people and thinking that if I show them that I'm let down by you, then. You're going to want to become better. It doesn't work that way. Show them I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm going to end with one thing. Again. Because I just saw it now. Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky Zatzal says. That if you look at Vayichi. The end of Yaakov Avinu's life. The holy Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Leymes. He never did a sin. You don't get holier than Yaakov. It says that he came to the bruchus. Birchus Yaakov. He's going to bless his children. We all know this. Did you ever notice? Did you ever read the Brachas? Do you notice? He didn't bless any of his children. He just told them who they are. Cesar Biakob Kamenetsky, the greatest blessing you can give your children is to show them that I accept who you are. That was the blessing. Let's go deeper. Yaakov Avinu was the Amayr HaTeirah. He would have liked to have 12 Yisachars. Maybe he wasn't so happy about Zavulan going out to work. Maybe he didn't like Levi playing keyboard and guitar and singing lessons. Maybe he wasn't so wild about Yisachar, about uh, Yehuda working out at the gym to be the king. He wanted to have 12 Yisachars, just like all of you. That's not what Hashem gave him. Hashem gave him one Yisachar. Kal Yisrael is built that way. There's a Yisachar, then there's a Zvulan. He says, interesting, smach Zvulan Betzei Yisachar." The only time it says smach, that's my own little note. He says, Zvulan, I know you want to be like Yisachar. I know you're depressed because you want to be a long-term learner. Smach, be happy. Your job is to support Kal Yisrael. Amen kamach in Yeah, Levi... Sure, said Smach also, maybe. Lady, each one, each one, Ruve and Shimon he goes through it, he tells them, This is who you are. These are the qualities that Hashem gave you, and they're not yesachar. That's the blessing for your children. The greatest blessing is: I have parents who adore me. I have parents who love me. I have parents who appreciate me, the me that, that God gave you. And the greatest curse. My parents not proud of me. We take kids who are hurt, and because of the hurt and pain that they went through, they're broken, and you pour on that salt on the wound, that you're a letdown to me, and you are actually killing them. Today, there was another overdose in Kal Yisrael. Not a TP parent, Baruch Hashem, but a Jewish parent is burying their child today, as is almost every single day. Sometimes the pain is so great, even with great parents. We have two families that were the best, and they didn't add any salt on the wound. Their children were so stabbed by whatever it was that they couldn't save them. Okay, it's terrible, terrible. It's two, terrible, 99.9% success rate. And it wasn't because of the parents. And they know, the parents told me, we know we didn't cause our child pain. So if they died because of the pain, we weren't a part of it. So many other parents, guilty, feel such guilt because we child killed himself, hung himself, overdosed because of pain. And we were part of their pain. You are not going to be a part of their pain. You're going to... Buy them whatever your rabbi lets you, which is everything. Like Gersh and Edelson said, yeah, you could buy Natsini the good clothing. To bake into it, and we are here for you, and you're going to support them. They shouldn't have a bad minute in their life. No pressure. As the guy, Rabbi Shlita said, take off all pressure from them. Take off all pressure. I don't have enough money. I'll sell my kidney. You will have money. I had a father that told me, TP father, before he did Shuba, you know, before he became real TP. He said, I don't have money for this girl. He says, you know, my business is not so good. And I'm supporting two of my sons learning in Kailu. I have no money to save my daughter's life. How sad. How sad. That's without Das Tayyar. If you have Das Tayyar, Das Tayyar would say, what are you, Crazy. What are you, crazy? You're sacrificing your daughter, her children, her, her Shabbos, her Yom Kippur, her children, her grandchildren, because you have to suppose who told you to support your child in Cairo? That's extra credit, beautiful thing. You don't have money for that? You have, a, you have a daughter that has cancer. You would say, Oh, I'm so sorry, honey. You have to die. Because I don't have money for you because for treatments, I have to support that doing something very important. They can't work for themselves. All tzaddikim, by the way, were not supported. They worked and they learned. We came up with a new thing, which is great. I do it also. But that doesn't come before saving your child's life. And it wouldn't if it was physical illness. Here it's physical, emotional, psychological, and spiritual illness. And the only way to save them is to support them. This bill, with all the extras that she should feel, ah, I have everything, and i 'm loyal to my parents they they didn 't just they don 't do the basics, they do everything and vacations, and everything comes from my mother and father. this is the the first bill you pay. I had a father that told me I have so many bills, he told me all his bills, his bills and and he's, and my daughter's going to seminary thirty five thousand dollars and all of this, and I only make. You know, he makes $200,000, a lot of money, right? But in Claudius, Yisrael, you're basically poor. And, and between all the education and summer and, and this, and seminary, $35,000. And this bill's on the bottom. I have no money left for my son. I said, I have a solution for you. I figuratively pulled out the bill from the bottom. put it on top. He said, this is your first bill. Why is it your last bill? Oh, if I haven't, do we have any extra money to save our child's life? I don't know. I kind of have some savings left over. This is your MISER money. This is your first bill. And if you have to tell your daughter, and I feel bad for her, I'm sorry, you can't go to seminary. Like now it's basic, but it's an extra, right? I'm so sorry, but we have to save your daughter. She needs a kidney transplant. And that comes before seminary. She will have to, that's her aside. She You'll you'll do it in a kind way. That doesn't come before before saving a life, Kyle supporting Kyle life, making a wedding with extras, doing extras comes before saving a thousand nishamas? Are we out of our mind? A toisente, but even one. This is all part of getting our brains screwed on right. We have the medicine to save lives. Do it fully. I'll tell you why. Chas where we fail, you don't want to look back and say maybe we could have done more. Maybe we should have Taka moved. Maybe we weren't so sensitive. Maybe we didn't do enough. It'll eat you up for the rest of your life. If it doesn't work out, you want to know, we did everything we could. Imagine you have a sick person in a hospital. And you go to the doctors and they say, we did everything we could. That's how they go to sleep at night. They lose patience, but they know we did everything we could. But imagine the doctor says, we did like, you know, we 're very busy you know we 're very busy. We did like you know 80 percent probably of, of of what we were taught to do, and the patient didn 't make it they 're going to be in misery their whole life they 're going to be haunted. The dead people are going to come in in dreams and say why did, why, why didn 't you do one hundred percent Well, I have to go to Da i, I couldn 't you were supposed i am supposed to do some and and ridiculous. Learn from the G'dayalim. Do everything that you're supposed to do until Das Tyra says you're not allowed to. And guess what? It ain't happening. I've never gotten a no on anything that I prescribed from any Das Tyra that works with me, and I have many big ones. So stop blaming Tyra. Stop thinking that you're strong. Start getting humble, and start having the real strength, the inner strength to save your family. Your siblings, the other ones, are going to look up to you. The community is going to look up to you. They're going to say, yeah, that that's the way it needs to be. And if you're in different communities, some of you around the world, you're going to be leaders. It may take a little time till they recognize it. You're leaders, and everyone's going to appreciate you. We had we had a family here, top TP family, very open. The daughter was smoking on Chavez with a dog in Barapak. And they got called, we want to honor you for whatever it was, biker Chaylam or whatever. And she said, the mother said, it's very nice, but you know, we're really struggling with our daughter. Yeah, that's why we want to honor you. Because everybody looks up to what you're doing. Kalal Yisrael is sick and tired of rejecting souls. We're sick and tired of post-Holocaust educational systems, post-Holocaust psychotic parenting. It, it, it used to work, but it doesn't work. Khalil is sick and tired of burying kids every day. Khalil is sick and tired of rejection. Listen to these two stories. Mind-blowing. A few months ago, a father who's not TP went into a store. He saw his daughter was depressed. He took her to a beautiful restaurant in a very from neighborhood. Packed restaurant. And he told me she was not wearing very much. And he's a Hasidic person. And he told me, Avi, I knew I had to do it, but I don't have any money. And I knew when I give my credit card, it's going to bounce. And I just, I had to save my my daughter. I didn't know what I was going to do. Can you imagine? He had no money. He went to an expensive restaurant, had a beautiful meal. That's what she needed. She was feeling suicidal. She was feeling low. They went, I could tell you the restaurant, but it's a gorgeous restaurant. I mean, I, I was there once. It's expensive. It's beautiful. Uplifted her spirits. And he didn't flinch when she picked the most expensive thing on the menu and, and wine and this and that. When he got the bill, he opened it up. He almost had a heart attack. It said paid. He went to the manager. He said, what happened? There was another family who was looking at him, didn't even know that he doesn't have money, didn't even know, and said, I'm so impressed with the way that you are dealing with your daughter that I want the schuss to pay for your, for your meal. What a story! Amunah, bitachan, doing the right thing. Hashem helped him. What are the chances that somebody watched it was so impressed? I want to pay whatever it was three hundred dollar bill because he didn't even know the guy doesn't have money. And the same story just happened. Also, not a TP parent. Mamish just just now this past week the guy the guy texted me the story. I would show it to you. It's very 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 similar story. Somebody sponsored the food. I said. Ka Yisrael is so proud of you. Be proud, be strong, because you're leaders, and everybody's going to be coming to you with this problem and that problem. Maybe you could help me with my son, my daughter. I'm struggling. Could you help me? This is your calling. You're being inscripted. You're being, you're being called to a new mission of a Heshavlev of a Salbanim. And you have to make sure that you inspire everybody around you and bring it to your neighborhoods that Rechuk, we don't do. Nobody, says Rihuk. Nobody. It only comes from human nature that's not refined. So we have to refine ourselves. Hashem should give you strength. The strength to have peace in your homes. B'naima. Amen.